The following is intended for entertainment only. No gambling takes place on this website. From his luxurious home studio overlooking Mountain Creek Lake in beautiful Dallas, Texas, it's Under the Table with Jason Ryan. Welcome into episode 25 of Under the Table. I am Jason Ryan. Well, team, I'm on a hot streak, and if you're not telling your friends about this podcast, good for you, bad for me, because you can win all the money, but I get no new listeners. And yeah, I know. Uh, Jason, you have thousands locally and millions globally. That's all true, but I'm out for global domination in the sports betting world, and I intend on realizing that goal. <laughs> that goal. When I'm in as many houses as that game that's played in February, I will not be satisfied. Anyway, let's get to your two stories. Two stories from the sports world. Second day in a row, I have a English Premier League story, but they're all a hot topic right now. Following yesterday's show, I was going to settle in and watch the Manchester United-Liverpool play on Man U's pitch, but then I turned it on and there was chaos. Greater Manchester Police said over 1,000 protesters had gathered at Old Trafford, while around another 200 people had congregated outside the Lowry Hotel, Salford, where the United players were staying ahead of the match. Two officers had been injured, and one officer was being attacked with a bottle and sustaining a significant slash wound to his face, requiring emergency hospital treatment. Many Manchester United supporters are unhappy over the club's failed attempt to join the European Super League last month. The Glazer family, which also owns the NFL's Tampa Bay Buccaneers, runs the club. The Premier League said the decision to postpone the game was to ensure, quote, the security and safety of everyone at Old Trafford. We understand and respect the strength of feeling, but condemn all acts of violence. Criminal damage, trespass, especially given associated COVID-19 breaches. Fans have many channels by which their views can be known, but the actions of a minority scene today have no justification. We sympathize with the police and stewards who had to deal with a dangerous situation that could have no place in football. The rearrangement of the fixture will be communicated in due course. This is in response to last week's announcement of a Super League that never really got off the ground. And personally, as a soccer fan, yesterday's display was disgraceful, and I'm embarrassed for not only the EPL Soccer League, but the Man United club as a whole, because this was not, <laughs> this is not what soccer's about. There were peaceful protests, but somehow these one percenters got in and desecrated Old Trafford. Inexcusable. You cannot call yourself a true fan if this is how you act. Fight me. In other news, LeBron James re-injures his ankle in Sunday night's game against the Denver Nuggets. That's all I have to say about that. How about some history? This day in sports history, I'm leaving. In 1910, the Intercollegiate Athletic Association of the United States is renamed the National Collegiate Athletic Association, or the NCAA. In 1936, New York Yankee Joe DiMaggio makes his Major League debut. He gets three hits. In 1941, in the 67th Kentucky Derby, Eddie Arcaro aboard Whirlaway wins the first leg of the Triple Crown, a successful Triple Crown for World Away. In 1952, in the 78th Kentucky Derby, Eddie Arcaro, aboard Hill Gale, wins his record fifth Kentucky Derby. 
1980, Texas Ranger Ferguson Jenkins becomes the fourth to win 100 games in the American League and the National League. In 2008, the 134th running of the Kentucky Derby, Kent DeSormo aboard Big Brown wins in two minutes, one second, and 80... Yeah, we'll just say two minutes, one second. As mentioned in yesterday's show, in 2014, the 140th Kentucky Derby, Victor Espinoza aboard California Chrome wins in two minutes and three seconds. And finally, in 2018, Atlanta Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan becomes the NFL's first $30 million a year player after agreeing to a $150 million contract extension. Let's get to some baseball picks. Stay hot, Rocket. The MLB. Plenty of action today, team. I'm uh, 20 games above 500 in all Major League Baseball plays for the season. I mean, seriously. Why aren't you telling your friends, your neighbors, your friends' neighbors, your family, your friends' family, your neighbors' friends' family? <clears throat> Brewers and Phillies. Let's just take the under eight and a half, call it good. There's shit weather in Philly, and I don't like the scoring chances. Dodgers and Cubs. Cubs are terrible. Dodgers and Cubs. Cubs are terrible. Let's just face it for what it is. A few bright spots here and there, but basically terrible. Just take the L.A. uh, money line. Rangers and Twins. Take the Rangers on the value play at plus 165. They'll love me for it. Mets and Cardinales. Let's tickle the taint of the under 8.5 tonight. The plus 18% differential is something I cannot pass up. Indians and Royals, these two played a two-game set earlier in April. But as I've learned from trying to bet on the Indians, I can't trust them. That said, take Kansas City on the money line and that plus 100 lunch pail. Rays and Angels, these two haven't seen each other in two years, and I doubt the escorts in L.A. even know half of the Rays squad. Doesn't matter. Take the Rays on the money line, even away in Anaheim. You heard me. Blue Jays and A's, let's just stick to the under eight and a half here and go call Grammy and see if she'll make that good peach cobbler you like so much. Pirates and Padres, gonna get crazy here and take San Diego on the minus one and a half they're giving the uh, Padres. Finally in baseball, Orioles and Mariners, the easy pick here is the under eight because these two couldn't cover the over with a wet blanket, but the money is going to the over and I tend to go away from the money. This time, not so much, over eight and a half. Let's get into some pucks. The National Hockey League. There's like 14 games tonight. Only a few of them matter and or have playoff implications. Honestly, pretty boring night. Capitals and Rangers. Rangers in the plus one and a half puck line is a damn good value bet. Let's get crazy and take them on the money line too. In the Who Cares Cup, Predators and Blue Jackets, and a lot of money is being thrown at Nashville on the money line. And that's where I'll go too, because it just makes since Bruins and Devils, let's take the Devils in the plus one and a half they are getting from Boston. Jets and Senators, uh, Senators in that plus 135 money line, all damn day. Stars and Panthers, yikes, Dallas lost a true into the playoffs by losing to Nashville this weekend, but can recover with a two-point win and a Nashville loss. Not going to happen, though. You could still take the under five and a half in this game. Golden Knights and Wild. Take Minnesota on the money line and that plus one and a half puck line. Maple Leafs and Canadians, because Canadian hockey is always good to bet on. Let's take Toronto on the one and a half they're giving the Habs. Easy money. And finally, 
Avalanche and the Sharks. I like Colorado on the money line and the one and a half they're giving San Jose. Holy fook, what a parlay at plus 167. <laughs> Laid back, easy night in sports team. Good for a Monday, especially if you're recovering from the absolute money shot I gave you this weekend. Get up and make that money. That's it for me, folks. I'm going to go soak my bunions in the hotel's community hot tub. Good night and good luck. Follow Jason Ryan and Under the Table on Twitter at Jason Ryan Radio and Under the Table DS. Follow DSP Media at DSP Media Online. The proceeding was intended for entertainment only. No gambling takes place on this website. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.